today we are here at Kathy's house and we are talking with Lorraine Keffler, who is a volunteer at Kathy's house. Um, Lorraine, can you tell us how you came to become a volunteer here? Okay. I lived in the area of Kathy's house, the previous Kathy's house. And I used to do a lot of walking in the area and saw the sign Kathy's house. And I thought, what in the world is Kathy's house? Finally, one day I thought, I'm going to find out. So I went up to the big brown doors and I knocked and Herb answered the, phone, the door and I said, Herb, what is Kathy's house? And he said, come on in. He gave me a tour. But before he even gave me the tour, I had this feeling that I like this place. So after he explained what Kathy's house was all about, I said, do you need volunteers? And he said, yes. And I said, great. He says, could you start today? And I said, how about next week? And that was 13 years ago. <laughs> and I've been coming ever since. And I still have that great feeling when I come into Kathy's house. It just is a good feeling like I like it here. And and Lorraine, what kind of things do you do here as a volunteer? There really isn't anything I don't or haven't done. I'm uh, now in my, after 13 years, I'm not as spry as I was on, on day one. So, but I have, I've uh, checked people in, checked people out, cooked, cleaned, dishes, make beds. But my, the important thing is to connect with our guests and the caregivers. That's what's important. Can you talk a little bit about um, what it means to you to connect with the the guests and their caregivers and how you do that? Well, I have this little story. If Can I tell it? Yes, you okay. can. Imagine that you're in the doctor's office and uh, the doctor tells you that you have cancer and that he no longer can has the ability to treat or tend to your needs and you need to go to Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Freighter Hospital. You live 400 miles away from Freighter. You're scared. After discharge, he says, discharge from the hospital, you'll have to stay near the hospital for at least six weeks. Uh, that scared this person a lot because, for one thing, she doesn't drive. She has never been in a big city before. He said, I have an idea. Call Kathy's house. It's a hospital guest house. And that's just what she did. And that's when we take over, when she enters our door. So how does that work when, um, why is someone staying at Kathy's house? Well, this person that I'm talking about, uh, she had cancer and uh, she had to stay someplace close to the hospital for six weeks. Mm -hmm. They could no longer treat her where she was living. So she came to Kathy's house and we took over. So she stayed here and she went back and forth from the hospital? Correct. Uh, we take care of her needs here, her physical needs. We make her comfortable, safe. Here she uh, has the ability to talk with other people who have the same problems or near the same problems. All of them have big medical problems. They can uh, talk to each other, tell each other their woes. They have a safe place to sleep. We have food here. We have a great facility. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And... Uh, tell tell me a little bit about what keeps you coming back. You said that you have a good feeling when you're here. I do, because I feel that 
because of what these people are going through, I can help just by being here, just by being a person that they can talk to, ask questions about the house, be helpful in whatever way I can. We can't help with the medical problems, but we can help make them comfortable and they can leave the medical problems at the hospital and come here and we'll take care of the rest of their problems. Mm. And that's why I keep coming back. <laughs> I'm a cancer survivor, but I was fortunate. I live so close to wonderful medical facilities in the area. So I would have my surgery and I would have my treatments. I could go home at night and sleep in my own bed and be with my own family and friends. The people who come here can't do that. So we have to really be their substitute family and friends. So you per, you have a personal, um, I wouldn't say recollection, but you have a personal connection to what it feels like to go through a life-changing illness. I do. I I. I feel their fear. I, I remember it. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. What do you mean by that? Feel their fear. Not only that, okay, I have cancer. Now what happens? Is this going to change my life? Um, is it going to mean I'm going to die? Uh, all these things go through your head. So that's why when someone is telling me about what they're going through, I'm thinking, yeah, I remember. I know that's in my past, but I remember and how often do you volunteer? I um, started out with just one day a week, and then it got to be two days a week, and uh, then it got to be a little more. And during COVID, I was here every day. Oh, you were? Mm -hmm. And why were you here every day during COVID? Because uh, staff was, were taking turns coming in so that we would, in case someone was ill, not we could always be open here at Kathy's house. We never shut our doors. And I live at St. Camilla's. And I was in a very safe environment because I was confined to my apartment. But because I was only in my apartment and only at Kathy's house, I could come to Kathy's house freely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Yeah. That must have been an interesting time. It was very interesting. Sometimes it was hard uh, because we were so confined. And uh, it was it was interesting, let's put it that way. Well, nice to have a place to go to. It was when... nice for me. I felt very good because all my friends over at St. Camilla's would be confined to their apartment. And I had the opportunity to leave my apartment and go someplace and feel like I was helping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you tell others about Kathy's house who don't know what we do here and don't know how we support people. What would you want them to know about Kathy's house? I would want them to know that whatever their needs are, we would try to fulfill them. Uh, we care for you. We'll do anything possible that we can do outside of medical assistance. If you stay at Kathy's house, you'll feel safe. You can eat here, you can sleep here. We take care of you. We make you are our guests and we want you to feel at home. What are um, what's some of or what's one of your favorite areas of Kathy's house um, that you really, really think helps the guests? The kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> when they are cooking, you just go in the kitchen and you start a conversation and another person may come and join the conversation. So sometimes you'll have three, four guests in on the conversation while they're all cooking. 
Can you describe the kitchen a little bit to our listeners who have never been to Kathy's house? It's a fabulous kitchen. There are four separate areas for cooking. So there could be four families that are cooking at the same time. And each area has a sink, microwave, dishes, dishwasher, oven, everything that you have in your own kitchen at home. So when someone comes here to Kathy's house, they can bring the food that they want to cook. They can do their own cooking, but there's areas for them to cook in the kitchen. And there's areas in a refrigerator and in a freezer, and each uh, guest has a little cupboard. Is there anything I haven't asked you about Kathy's house that you'd want others to know? We have a van. And if you need to go to uh, shopping, if you want to get your hair done, um, we will take you. We will pick you up. I didn't know that. Yeah, we have a, a the van that takes you to the hospital or to the cancer center. And we will also go and we will pick you up again, too. How many guests do you think you've uh, met over the 13 years that you've been a volunteer? Thousands. I couldn't even tell you. Some people are here just a couple of days. Some are here for up to a year. Does anyone stick out in your mind for some reason? There was one lady. Her first name was Barb. And we got to know each other. And uh, she cooked for me. I invited her to my house, but she didn't feel comfortable because of, um, she just didn't feel comfortable. So she invited me to eat with her at Kathy's house and she cooked me a meal. Mm -hmm. That was kind of nice. I would imagine sometimes you get close to guests um, who do pass away. And what is, what's, that must be hard. It is, it is. It's, you feel very sad for the for the family and you almost feel sorry for yourself mm -hmm. because you lost someone that you had gotten to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was another Barb who was here for a year and it was strange after she left, after she passed, because her room, that was Barb's room for a year. Wow. So that was a little difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was another couple who uh, came to St. Camillus and ate with me in the dining room and had fish fry. They were looking for a good fish fry. So they came a couple of times to St. Camillus. And I also invited people to mass over there when, and they came. We were right next door. So it was easy for people to come to St. Camillus. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you or anything else you'd want to share? Well, I'd like to share the relationship that we have, Kathy's house that has with St. Camillus and the residents at St. Camillus. They're very supportive of uh, Kathy's house. For instance, we have uh, a paper drive that we've had. This is the 14th year. And people at St. Camillus, the residents, donate paper products, paper towels, paper napkins, uh, anything paper, toilet paper. And uh, as I say, it's the 14th year. And that's great. Did you know that? or Well, you didn't live at St. Camillus at the time. I did. Oh, you in did. fact, I was the one that started it. You started the paper drive? Yeah. I thought it was just a one-year deal, but each year it got more and more. So this year we had our ninth paper drive, paper shower. So you spread the love. Yes. Yeah. Nice. It was very exciting to see the, the, the amount of paper products that was donated by people at St. Camilla's. So, you know, you what you're talking about makes me think about how important it is that everyone supports Kathy's house. Right. 
individuals, organizations, right. and one by one, we have an impact to make their lives better while they're going through a difficult time. One thing I'm amazed at, and I sit at the welcome desk and I look around and I think this is a, such a beautiful place. And all of a sudden someone will call and say, hey, do you need um, food? Would you like me to cook? I'd like to cook. Would you, what do you need? And they just come off the streets and ask us if we need help. And volunteers too, they'll just call us and say, do you need volunteers? It's very encouraging to know that so many people in the Milwaukee area just want to help. Mm -hmm. And they volunteer to help. We don't ask them. They just say, what can I do for you? Well, as I look around and the guests that I've met, the volunteers, the staff, it's no wonder people want to support. Well, the staff is terrific. I've never worked any place, and I've worked at many places. I've never worked at a place where the staff were so um, caring for each other. They not only care for the people who stay here, they care for each other. Mm -hmm. And when a volunteer comes, the first time they come and they we explain what we're all about, and they also get that look in their eye. And I know that they're hooked. They're going to come back. Very few volunteers ever come one day and never come back. Yeah. In fact, I can't think of any. Yeah. Once you're here. So if someone is interested in volunteering, they can call Kathy's they house. They can call Kathy's house, yes. Or look us up online. So how long are you going to keep volunteering? Until I'm all used up. <laughs> <laughs> so no telling. No telling. No telling. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed Conversations with Kathy's House and would like to learn more, visit our website, kathyshouse.org. That's K-A-T-H-Y-S hyphen house.org. And you can subscribe to Conversations with Kathy's House wherever you listen to podcasts.